Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Real Estate Investor Goddesses podcast. My name is Monique Hom, and uh, every week on this show, we bring you interviews with amazing women real estate investors. And today is no exception. Um, we have an interview with Kendra Barnes. And Kendra is an economist by day, real estate investor by night. She created the key resource to change the perception of what a real estate investor is supposed to look like. Kendra owns and manages four properties. She has eight rental units in total, and she's on a mission to empower and educate millennials about building wealth through real estate investment. She has the heart of a teacher, and I love it. Kendra's been featured in Forbes and Black Enterprise Magazine, and when she's not working or looking for her next investment, she's thrift shopping, baking gluten-free goodies, and binge-watching Netflix with her husband. Welcome, Kendra. Thank you. Hey, everyone. (laughs) So I love your your story because what you're able to do because you have – a day job and real estate investing is your side hustle, which is really cool, and you, you help people do that. But how did you get started in real estate investing in the first place? How, how did you get started? It's so crazy. I had a super random start. So I'm sure you've heard of that game called Cash Flow. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah I played the game Cash Flow maybe it was like four or five years ago. But up until that point, I had never, ever, ever considered real estate. Um, my husband and I, we owned a house at the time and honestly, like it's so crazy looking back, but I had never pictured us buying any other property after that. Like I was like, we're going to live here forever. Like I had no real estate aspirations, but after I played cash flow, I realized that literally the only way to win the game was to buy real estate. Like you cannot win without real estate. And so I kind of looked at that, like, okay, if this game mimics life, then I'm not winning in life if I don't have real estate. So it kind of catapulted from there. I love that. And that's it. I think that's what Robert is why he created that board game to show people how to, how to win the wealth game and, and to do so in a way where you're not actually losing large sums of money. You can lose the game, but it's just the game <laughs> and you're prepared for life. So I love that. So what was your uh, first investment? So we bought a duplex, and um, it was, like, maybe, like, half a mile from our house. We played that board game, and literally the next day we started looking for our first rental, which is crazy. We didn't do any research. I didn't have anyone, like, that I knew that was doing it. It was kind of like we just jumped right in, which, which is why I'm so passionate about teaching people like, what not to do and how to really actually be prepared when you start because we right. weren't. But, yeah, it was a duplex. Nice. Okay. Um, and and so you've gotten three more. And um, so you, you said you, you taught people or you, you learned a lot of what not to do. And I think we learned so much from our mistakes. So what was one of your biggest mistakes in your real estate investing career? So I didn't really realize, I mean, we started so randomly that I knew, okay, owning real estate is a way to like get out of the rat race and win the game of life, right? But I didn't really realize the sacrifice it takes to build wealth. And we we bought that duplex and 
um, we used a conventional loan. So we had to put down 25% because we weren't going to live there. And at the time, my husband was like, well, you know, if we live in it, we can put a lower down payment. And I was like, I'm not moving into this one-bedroom unit in this duplex. Like, I have two degrees. I have a master's. Like, I work hard every day for the government. Like, I'm not sacrificing. And so, like, in hindsight, we wasted a lot of money because I was not willing to sacrifice just for a year. If if anyone's familiar with how the SHA loan works, you only have to make it your primary residence for a year if you're house hacking, um, which is buying a multi-unit property, living in one and renting out the other. So, yeah, I just was – that's a big mistake that I feel like – I want people not to make is to, I want them to kind of get in the mindset of, you know, short-term sacrifices for long-term goals. So you would have, you wish you had, you had moved into that property for the year and just been able to save on, I, I guess what's like, you can put three, three and a half percent down. So you would have saved yeah. quite a bit on the down pot, on the deposit. Yeah. And check this out. Not only, so we put down, I think we put down like $52,000. That is a lot of money, right? We could have put down like maybe 17000 so that's a huge gap. But the thing is, because we had not been saving for real estate, we played a game, jumped into it. We ended up borrowing <laughs> that money from our retirement, like which is a huge no-no to most financial gurus. They will tell you, do not borrow from your retirement, you know. Um, I would definitely say for anyone who's interested in doing that, definitely consult a financial um, expert or, or, you know, um, your retirement um, consultant. It it actually ended up working for us because the money we took from our retirement, we made that back. It it paid for itself, basically. We made more money on that money by taking it out and putting it into that investment. But it's not going to work like that for everyone, you know? Yeah. So what are your – you didn't. You didn't. Well, I guess if you did a self-directed IRA, you would. You could have used. Um, you could have done self-directed funds, especially since it, you weren't living in there and getting personal benefit. Did you? Did you look into doing self-directed? Is that how you did it? You did self-directed IRA. Or you just borrowed from a 401k, took a loan out from the 401k. How did you yeah, go just about like a, using your funds? Yeah, did, we just took a general purpose loan from our from our 401k. I didn't even know about self-directed IRAs. When I tell you, Monique, that like we did not know what the heck we were doing, I cannot even. <laughs> we bought the property and we're like, okay, so how do we find tenants? Like we bought the property, got the keys and we're like, so what do we do next? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Was it empty when you got it? No. So it had, this was our game plan. So it had a tenant in one unit. One unit was empty. We're like, okay, cool. The, the mortgage can be paid off Uh, We'll break even by the rent we're getting from the one tenant. So we're good. We'll take our time. We'll figure it out. We'll kind of renovate a little bit. A week after we got the keys, that tenant moved out. He just up and was like, I'm out of here. So then we're left scratching our heads like, okay, what are we going to do? So actually what we decided to do since we were kind of scrambling to make sure we had the mortgage covered was we put it on Airbnb. And that's something that if we – had done an FHA loan, you can't do short-term rentals. So that kind of worked out. Um, we put it on Airbnb, yeah. and we made uh, so much money because we're, it was in D.C., and it's like a tourist, you know, the tourist capital of the U.S., right? Sure, so, the tur- tourist um, hub, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it was amazing. We made um, a really good return doing that. So it was a happy accident that he left <laughs> that tenant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so what are, what are some other lessons that you've learned, um, you know, through doing this that you, you know, what, like maybe the top, top three lessons you've learned that you now teach and share with other people? So one of the things, like I mentioned, we bought that duplex and it was um, occupied already. And I think some people will shy away from occupied rentals or if they do find an occupied rental, they don't really know the questions to ask. We sure did not. We didn't ask that guy uh, how long did he plan on living there? Did he like it? Did he have any issues? Like we didn't ask to see the lease before we bought the property. And one of the things I tell Mm -hmm. people now is if you're buying an occupied rental property, you need to see the lease. You're literally buying that contract, right? Like you're inheriting that tenant. You're inheriting the contract they signed to live there. And it's so, so important that you understand, you know, what you're getting. Absolutely. Yeah. That's That's great advice. Yeah. So, um, that that's one thing. And then I think oftentimes people also will shy away from properties that have been like sitting on the market for a while. So I have people that say, oh, that property has been on, you know, Zillow or whatever for like 150 days, must be something wrong with it. That's not always the case. Um, every property we've ever purchased has been on the market for like well over 150, 200 days. And there's so many different reasons that that could be like, Maybe someone was under contract and their financing fell through. Maybe the description is written up wrong. Um, maybe it was just meant for you. Like, I, I kind of think yeah. in that way. Um, so I say don't shy away. Just make sure that you do your due diligence and, and have a great agent, or if you're representing yourself, that you, you know do your due diligence. Um, so that's one thing. So one, don't shy away from occupied rentals. Just be prepared. Um, the other thing is, you know, if you see a property that's on the market for a while, um, don't shy away from that either. And then just, like, really be open-minded. There are so many ways to get into real estate investing. You don't even have to be a landlord. That's another thing I didn't know. I didn't know about wholesaling. I didn't know about private lending. I didn't know about real estate investment, um, trusts, and things like that. So that's what I love about real estate is there's so many ways to get in. It's beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, me too. And it's like what um, Warren Buffett says, the more you learn, the more you earn. <laughs> yes, um, yes. Education is definitely so, so important when, um, when people are doing real estate. And I, I know that it's like, a, it's a myth because a lot of people are like, oh, real estate, right? It's so common sense. So there's nothing I need to learn, right? You just, you buy it and you have a tenant and then you, like, you, they pay you rent and that's, just, that's it. That's all there is to know. But no, there's so many things, so many more things, oh to know, so many nuances. And the more you know, the more you can earn and the more opportunities you can spot and the more um, mistakes you can avoid. So it's so important. Yes, definitely. Um, yeah, so you can make, you can find out by, you know, doing it like you did and just like going, oh, I could have done it this way. Oh, I could have done it that way. I could have, or you, know, you can learn from the beginning and do it right. <laughs> yeah, um, I definitely suggest the latter. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, so, so those are, those are mistakes, but what are you most proud of? What, let's, let's say flip, that's the other question I always ask my guests. What are you most proud of? Um, I'm really proud of 
the fact that I'm able to let other people learn from my mistakes and like I'm able to be what I needed at that time. Um, because I think that, you know, you can read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, you can play cash flow, but really having an example of a real estate investor that looks like you is like, it's invaluable, you know? Um, And so I just, I love that I can like be that representation that people need to see, even for my tenants. Um, Our rentals are in, most of our rentals are in like a low income areas. Um, And so for my tenants' children to say, you know what? She's young. She's African-American. She's a, she's a woman. I can do that. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I love that. Me too. <laughs> That's also <laughs> one of the things that I love, you know, as a as a as a teacher um, and as an investor. So I, I love to be able to to be a model too. That hey, because you know you you're in this game, and if you go to real estate conferences, you'll you know ninety plus percent of the room is men. And often 90 plus percent of them are white men. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. right? so um, mm-hmm. we're, I feel like we're like unicorns in the, in those rooms. Mm-hmm. We really stick out. Um, so it's nice to have, um, it's nice for people to go, okay, I could do this too. Like they, they're, they look like me. Um, yeah. So it's great to have that example. So to what do you attribute your success? Um, I, I'm the kind of person who's like, I'm just going to try it. And if I fail, I'll pick myself up and try again, or, you know, just kind of regroup. But I don't want to ever sit back and wonder like, what if, right? Um, and I I understand that with, with real estate, there's risk, but there's so much reward. So I'm just that go-getter person. Like once I have an, once I have an idea, I'm just like all in. So I think that's Mm. helpful. Um, but yeah, I think that's, that's it. I'm just like, I'm going to do it and whatever happens, happens. I'll pick myself up. (laughs) That's great. Um, and what advice would you have for a woman who's just starting out? Um, I would say don't, for, for real estate investing, I feel like there's so many gurus out there who make you feel like there's only one right way to invest. And this is really for anyone. Mm -hmm. I know you said woman. Um, but yeah, that's, that's not the case. I would say do it work do what works for you, do what works for your market, and just remember what your goals are. Don't be a real estate investor because you saw Kendra and Monique are real estate investors. Be a real estate investor because it's really getting you prepared and leading you towards your financial goals. Um, that's that's really important. And just, you know, stick to it and keep your head up. Yeah. That's great advice. Um I would say that real estate investing is not one size fits all. And like you were saying before, there's so many different ways of playing in this game. So it's important to just, yeah, know what's important for you, what your goals are, where you want to end up. And then mm-hmm. you can make a plan that gets you there. Yeah. So I love that. For, that's great advice. Yeah. There's room for all of us to win. Like that's why I don't mind sharing what I know and, you know, lifting as I climb because I mean, if you think about just the real estate spectrum, like if someone's wholesaling and you know they fit into that to that niche, they can wholesale a property to someone who flips. I don't wholesale, yeah. I don't flip. So that person who flips the property, they're going to sell it to a buy and hold investor. That's me. Like I don't need to compete with anyone else because there's always going to be room for everyone at the table. You know, um, that's right. That's that's the beautiful thing about real estate. It's an abundant universe. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. It's so important to have an abundance mentality. Um, you know, I always seek to my partner work with people that think that way because a lot of people who are have zero sum mentalities or you know that just see lack and limitation and are competitive. Like it's not a way to be, and it's not a way to I think be successful long term in this business because. Real estate, I mean, there are a lot of, they, obviously, every, real estate is everywhere, but there aren't that many people playing in this game. And <laughs> there, you, your reputation is, um, is probably your most valuable asset, but it's something that you could ruin really quickly. And people learn who is, who is gracious and great to work with and, mm-hmm. and who isn't. I think that's something that um, definitely. So that, like, you know, your your philosophy, I think, will serve you very well. And I know that's probably why people want to want to work with you and learn from you because of that. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. And what do you wish you'd known at the beginning uh, when you were first starting that you now know? Ooh. So I wish I had known, and this sounds basic, but I wish I had really put some thought into how my credit score was going to affect me buying a home because even before real estate investing, when my husband and I bought our first home, my credit score was like not all that great because of just, I I was really living for the moment. Um, I was living Mm -hmm. well, but I was not building wealth and I didn't even think about it. Like no one ever told me. So that, the mortgage that we got on our first house I feel like I'm still paying for the mistakes that I made in college, right? Like your interest rate is based mm. on a variety of things, you know, your debt-to-income ratio, your, but your credit score is one of those things. And I feel like we could have gotten a better rate, right? And if you think about the money I'm paying over time <laughs> because of that rate, yeah. I, I'm, I always joke that um, one of the last credit cards I had was a J. Crew credit card, and there's a piece of clothing that I will never get rid of from that time in my life because I feel like it's like the most expensive piece of clothing I own because I'm literally still paying for it. Like, oh you're my gonna god, have to bury me! Like, yeah, you're gonna have to bury me in in this blazer because that mortgage we have on that house is a is a direct, um, you know, relation to the credit cards that I had that oh, I abused. Have you and, tried to refinance? <laughs> It's not that bad, but no, okay. no, we haven't. Um, we we will soon actually because the um, there's like a whole bunch of new development and we have like really good equity in it now. But um, but yeah. yeah I, I just, when did you so, when did you purchase it? Um, 2012. So, okay. so um, so the rates were pretty low then. In general. Yeah, yeah, they were. We're thinking about um, instead of refinancing, doing like a HELOC or something, or um, we may even just cash out rent. rent. Yeah. Yeah, or um, may even just do a, a rent to own and sell it to the to the tenant. Um, either way, we're going to come out really, really good just because it was a short sale. Um, my, my husband used a VA loan, so we didn't even have a down payment. Like, it, there were some really good things about it, too. And I guess I'm being kind of oh. extreme about about getting buried in that blazer, but like, still, I, no one told. Oh, me. you got. Oh, wait, you did better than an FHA loan. You got a VA loan. <laughs> you 
<laughs> yeah, that was for the that, that was for the first house. Yeah, yeah, that's those are the best. Oh, you mean ever. your 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 home? Oh, you're the owner occupied. Yeah. Okay. The oh, yeah, where yeah, you yeah. live. Uh, yeah. oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Not your um, other property. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's important when you're doing one to fours. Um, you know, your credit is so crucial. When you get into commercial mm-hmm. properties, then it's uh, not quite as important, but it's still it's still helpful to have uh, to have great credit. Exactly. And then, Hopefully, I'll, you know, I'll when do you, commercial. Yeah. Um. So very cool. Um. Well, I guess my my final question before we go into the the Trinity is um, what's the best way for people to reach you and find out more about what you do? So if you go to my Instagram account at the key resource, you can literally find everything you need there via the link in my bio. So my website and everything. So just find me on Instagram, DM me, reach out. Um, I look forward to chatting with each and every one of you. All right. Sounds good. And she has a great Instagram page. It's really nice. Thanks. I love, I love the, your, your Insta style. <laughs> um, very cool. So at, at the key resource. Oh, you'll find her there. Yeah. Um, and now it's time for our famed end of show Trinity. So that's a, a brag, a gratitude, and a desire. So what's one thing you're celebrating right now? What's your brag? Um, so my brag is um, I'm celebrating that I've been featured in Forbes and Black Enterprise. I'm really proud of that. Nice. Well done. Well bragged. <laughs> Very well bragged. Um, and what's one thing you're grateful for? Um, I'm really grateful for the opportunity to have this platform. I know that sounds so cheesy, but I'm, like, extremely grateful um, that I get to literally change people's um, perspective on building wealth. The people I've worked with, the people that follow me on Instagram, I've literally seen people go from, how do I get started, what do I do first, to I'm on my third property, and it, like, yeah. seriously, nothing makes me happier. It's amazing. <laughs> Yay. I know the feeling. The best. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So and what's one thing you desire? Um, I desire to get into the commercial real estate business. I want to be like you when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> well, so shall it be or so much better than you can imagine under great and imperfect ways. Yay. Well, that was awesome. Thank you, Kendra. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Well, thanks for for coming on and sharing your inspiring story. I love how you were able to just, you like, just took such quick and massive action. I think um, if anybody takes any anything away from this conversation, it's that. So she plays this game once. She realizes, wow, this is how you build wealth. And then she just goes out the next day and then starts doing it. And that is what it takes to be successful is the action part. But you don't have to um, to do it alone. 
And I wouldn't recommend that you do it without getting educated first. <laughs> so definitely mm-hmm. do education. Um, Kendra has a program and here at Real Estate Investor Guys have a program called Wealthy Goddess Program. So if you want to learn how to get started in real estate investing uh, in a way that is feminine and honors the woman that you are and, and shows you how to get started and how to come up with a plan and to do it in a way that fits you and your goals, then go to realestateinvestorglasses.com and click on programs and find out all the information about that where that's going to get started in January 2019. So awesome. um, check it out there and uh, check out Kendra and we'll talk to you guys next week for another Real Estate Investor Goddess interview. Bye-bye.